Hello, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Grief with Grace. And I have to tell you, I'm so excited and grateful to be back behind the mic connecting with you after my break in April. You know, life is funny, isn't it? My break was not at all what I had planned or anticipated. And there's so much learning and healing available from it that I'm going to share with you in this episode. So let's get to it. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that. I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, Each week, my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. You know, when I decided to take the month of April off from the podcast, I was honestly confused about why. I didn't know why I was feeling this this pull, this nudge to do it. It didn't make any kind of sense. You know, last year I took the month of August off because I was really heading toward burnout. The year before that, I took the month of September off because I moved. But when I started quote unquote hearing and feeling that I should take April off, I had no idea why. I was feeling good and I had nothing special planned in April. But I listened to that voice, to that pull. I listened to my intuition and I am so grateful and thankful that I did. And that's the first thing I want to talk about, which is the importance of really being in tune with and listening to and then following your intuition. I'm sure that like me, there have been times in your life where you ignored your intuition. Sometimes it shows up as a big red flag that we still ignore. I have. Other times it's just a small small whisper guiding you, nudging you. I've ignored those things so many times in the past. And then looking back, I can see how my intuition was telling me one thing, but my ego, my human self didn't listen. And the results or the outcome or the experience was not ideal at all. And so here's something I became keenly aware of over the past month. If you really want to hear from your loved ones in spirit, from the angels, your guides, um, the elementals, you know, the fairies, any spiritual being. You first have to listen to yourself, to your intuition, and to your higher self. That's where it all starts. And here's why. We never know what's going to happen a minute from now, a day, a week, a month from now. I've talked before about how I changed my life before my son Greg went to spirit. And so when that happened, I had a very solid physical and spiritual foundation I didn't know the big why of why I was doing all the things I was doing up to that point. But when I did get that call on that fateful Sunday, I was so grateful that I had listened and followed my intuition. And I know it saved my life. And the same is true for me right now. As I said, it didn't make 
any kind of sense for me to take April off from the podcast. Not to me, Lori, the human Lori, but my higher self knew I was headed for a major life crisis. Okay. Another major life crisis. One that I truly believe has only been surpassed by Greg's passing in 2019. I'm not going to go into any of the details because they involve other people and it's all very personal and private, but it has affected my entire life. It has rocked the foundation of my life again on every level. If I had been committed to releasing new podcast episodes in April, it would have been too much for me. My higher self knew that. The human me had no idea, did not see this coming. But if I had not taken April off from the podcast, and if because I know myself so well, I likely would have continued to release episodes and it would have just been too much. And it probably would have broken me in some way at a time that I needed all of me to be present and available for this experience, not only for myself, but for some other people in my life. And, you know, it's funny as I say that um, I had planned on releasing a little four or five part mini series on the podcast. When I came back with this episode, that didn't happen. I outlined one of those episodes and that was it, but I didn't have the bandwidth for it in April. In the past, I would have forced myself to do it anyway, but not now. Now I listened again to my intuition and I let that go. I'll do it in a month or two whenever things level out, but not right now. And that's okay. So don't put unrealistic expectations on yourself and allow yourself grace when unexpected things do happen so that you can navigate them without without them breaking you. So right now, I'm in the messy middle of all of it. You may have heard of that term, the messy middle. If not, you know, it's basically when you're going through an experience of some kind and you're in it. You're right in the middle of it. You're not at the starting point and you're not on the other side of it yet. You're in it and it's messy. It's uncomfortable. And there's no time limit on it. It can last for days, weeks, months, however long it needs to, to really complete the experience. And it's one of those life events where life on the other side will not be the same as it was before it started. So today, I wanted to share with you what you can do when you're in that messy middle and what I believe huge life experiences like this often are. Have you heard the term? You probably have, but have you heard the term dark night of the soul? Well, that's what these big cataclysmic experiences are. That's what I'm in. I didn't see it that way the first week or so, but it's become crystal clear that that's exactly what this is. And so how do we navigate the messy middle of a dark night of the soul or any kind of life-changing experience? Because not all experiences are dark nights of the soul, but they're still traumatic all the same. So here are my insights and what I wanted to share with you in hopes that when you do experience a dark night of the soul or some kind of really life-altering experience, you can move through them with more awareness. Will it make the experience any easier or less difficult? I don't think so. But what it will do is it will help you have a higher level of awareness than you might otherwise have had. So first, as I said in the beginning, always listen to and follow your intuition, like I did with taking April off of the podcast. It might make absolutely no sense at the time, but listen, listen to that voice in your head, 
follow your intuition. Your higher self is trying to tell you something. So listen and take action on whatever it is. Again, even if, and maybe especially if it doesn't make any logical sense to you. Next, and from here, these are not in any particular order. It's just how I jotted things down over the past several days as I was contemplating what to share with you today. So I have my notes over here and I'm going to be looking at them. But next is to honor both the human and spiritual aspects of the experience. Do not try to spiritual bypass your way through this, whatever it is. Don't just look for the lessons, the spiritual meanings, the, oh, this is all for the higher good, blah, blah, blah. That is spiritual bypassing, and it isn't healthy. You must honor the human ache, the pain, the heartbreak. Honor the need for more sleep. Honor the need for more introspection, more time alone, more being with whatever emotions are arising. You know, that's often why we spiritual bypass, because we don't like the uncomfortable or messy emotions. So we just shove them aside, skip right to the spiritual lessons or growth. Those will come, but we must honor the human aspects of the experience as well. If we don't, we miss so much of what the experience is showing up for us, why the experience is showing up for us, what it's showing up to to teach us, to guide us to what next level we're being called to, all of those things. We have to honor both the human and the spiritual aspects of whatever the experience is. All right, next, something else to notice is what's going on in your body. This is related to allowing the human experience, but really notice what's going on in your body. Do you have tightness or tension in a new place? Do you have a crick in your neck? You know, are you getting headaches that you don't normally get? Is your gut acting up? Also notice the thoughts that you're having about the experience, about yourself, about the other people that might be involved. Are your beliefs being challenged? Notice what are you making the experience mean about you, about others, about life? Just notice. Also notice your food choices. You know, we tend to run to comfort foods when we're in a crisis of some kind. So notice what you reach for and ask yourself, is that going to serve me through this? Or is there a better choice I can make? Oh, and also drink a lot of water. And I mean a lot. Crisis tends to dehydrate us. So be sure you don't get dehydrated. When this first occurred, um, it was the first, the second weekend of April the second weekend of April, I noticed that I was so dehydrated, just like I was the first, however long after Greg went to spirit, very similar physical responses. So be sure you drink enough water so you don't get dehydrated. Also notice your sleep. My sleep is usually really good, but there were two, two and a half weeks in April that my sleep was terrible. It was so compromised. If that happens, don't fight it. Take naps during the day if you can. Try breath work. Um, You know, one thing that you can do when you're having problems sleeping is you can close your eyes and inhale for a count of four and exhale for a count of six. And just do that a few times and see if it helps. It'll help calm your nervous system. And that's what this is all about is trying to calm your nervous system because my nervous system this month has been so dysregulated. It is 
It's ridiculous. So I am using all of the tools and techniques and things that I have learned and mastered in the last several, you know, the last decade um, to navigate this because that's why I was called to do all of them. Um, Also, something that I just thought of is drink teas that have things like lavender, vetiver, and chamomile in them, you know, in the evening so that that can help calm your nervous system and hopefully help you sleep too. Uh, All right, next. Oh, another thing. It's perfectly okay if your normal rituals fall by the wayside. So what do I mean by that? All right, for example, I have a basic morning routine where I get up, I feed my dog, and then I take him out for a quick potty break. Then I come back in and he goes back into his bed and I pull an Oracle card and I do some journaling. I have not done that for most of April. Well, let me be clear. I didn't do the art Oracle card pulls or the journaling most mornings. I did feed and walk my dog because, well, he would let me know if I didn't, but I didn't have the capacity for my usual morning routine. And that's okay. When you are keenly in tune with yourself, you know what you can and cannot do when you're in the messy middle. So honor that and don't force yourself to do things just because you think you should. Now, in saying that, I did continue some things. I continued working with my clients and doing my paralegal work. Why? Because I needed some sense of normalcy, some sense of grounding in the midst of all this upheaval I was experiencing. There is a sense of comfort or calm that comes from whatever you feel called to do that's part of your usual typical life. And only you know what that is for you. All right. I also want to share with you what has supported me through this, because I think that this, I hope that if you go through a really, a life crisis of some kind, a dark night of the soul, you can come back to this and listen to it. And some of this will help you. So the first thing is healthy eating. Again, listening to my intuition. I didn't know why, but on March 25th, I felt, well, I, I knew I from a human perspective, but I felt called to begin a new health routine. And I have been consistent with it every day since that date. And it has helped me in so many ways. It's about changing my eating. It's about hydrating myself and it's about moving my body. If I had turned to processed foods, comfort foods filled with chemicals that lower our vibration and compromise our health throughout the past month, I am almost certain I would have gotten sick by now. So make healthy food choices. Also, I had talking about moving my body. I've been walking a lot. I live in a beautiful area. It's filled with trees and nature and grass and plants and flowers. And since it's spring now, everything is in full bloom. I'm surrounded by the color green. Green is associated with healing with Archangel Raphael. And so I either walk or I simply sit on my patio and I just look at all the green around me. I look up at the blue sky at the sun when it's not raining, but we've had a lot of rain in Georgia lately. Um, But I breathe in the fresh air and I soak up the warmth warmth from the sun. All of that is healing on every level, and it helps calm my nervous system through this. I've also been looking at my astrology chart and how the current placement of the planets are affecting me. This has been incredibly eye-opening and helps me look at all of this from a different perspective. I won't go into all of it, 
but everything I'm experiencing right now is right there in my chart. And while it doesn't make this any, quote, easier, it's like, okay, this is written on, on on my soul's chart. How I choose to move through it is up to me as a human. I can just ignore that and be right, like, in the lower levels of all of this 24-7, or I can look at that and say, okay, when things start to move, this is going to start to move. But right now, let's just be in it. And finally, the last thing I want to share is that I've done that has helped me exponentially is I have a mentor. I have a coach who is helping me navigate all of this. We look at my astrology chart. We talk about what I'm doing to take care of my physical, mental, and emotional bodies. She helps me look at things from a different perspective. She helps me stay grounded and look at the and and then also look at the opportunities for growth as a human and from a soul perspective. So I hope that is helpful for you. Again, as I said, when you are going through a dark night of the soul, a crisis in life of some kind. It can be a small crisis. It can be a large crisis. It doesn't matter. Come back to this and listen to this again. Write these things down in your journal so that you have them when you need them, because at some point we all need them, right? Like I say, you never know what's going to happen in your life. You never know when you're going to need these things. Having tools and people you can count on can truly save your life. I have a few people, less than less than a handful of people who know what's going on. I'm not going to splash this all over social media, even in a passive aggressive way. That doesn't serve anything. But I do have a few people that I trust enough to lean on. And to those people, you know who you are. I know some of you listen to this podcast and you know I love you and I'm so grateful for you. You know, as I close, I want to, something's coming through that I want to share with you. Challenging experiences in life are always an opportunity to reevaluate our life. I've done a lot of that over the past couple of weeks. One thing I've realized through this is how out of balance my life has been for the past few years. I literally work almost every waking hour. I didn't realize I was doing that because honestly, I love what I do. So most of the time, it doesn't feel like work. Okay, some of my paralegal work does feel like work, but this podcast, my work with my clients, my continued learning and certifications, I'm I'm in a certification program right now. That's not work to me. It's fun. It's my purpose, my passion, my heart. But we all require time away from work, even if you love what you do. And I've done that the past month. I have stopped working at dinner time. I used to eat dinner and then I would do, you know, outline a podcast or catch up on a program that I'm in. That's something else. I have not been listening to podcasts over the past month. That is something I used to do all the time. When I would walk with my dog, I would listen to podcasts. I haven't been doing that. I needed the quiet. I needed the stillness. I needed to tune everything out. So whatever it is for you, do that when you're in these times and when you're in the messy middle. Because when you're in the messy middle, you have to take exclusive care of yourself so you can get to the other side 
as a new version of yourself. I will not be the same person when I get to the other side of this than I was at the beginning of April. It's shifting me on every level. It's changing me. My work's going to change because of this. This podcast will probably change in subtle ways because my message, my mission is still the same. But part of, I believe part of this experience is for me to have a new level of awareness of things like how out of balance my life is and what is truly important in life and focus more on those things. So when you're in the messy middle, observe your life, see what's being revealed for you to see, to learn, to understand what opportunities are in it for you, both as a human and from your soul's perspective. Don't ignore one and only focus on the other. So observe, get curious, learn, and then integrate both parts. That's how you grow and evolve as a human and as a soul. When you find yourself in a dark night of the soul, in the messy middle of life in some way, remember to understand the experience from your higher self while still honoring the very human, very painful experience that you're in. All right. I think that's it for this week. For now, I'm going to stick to releasing episodes every other Thursday because, again, I need to take really, really good care of myself right now while all of this is still swirling around in my life. So look for another episode in a couple of weeks. You know me. I always tend to drop bonus episodes here and there, so that might happen. I'm not going to promise that it will. I didn't even talk about the eclipses. I had planned on um, maybe dropping an episode in April about the eclipses. I couldn't. I just couldn't. And that's okay. But it's either the day this is released or the day after that we have the lunar eclipse. And I will just briefly say that, you know, eclipse season is all about completion of a cycle. That's what's exactly what's happening in my life right now. Not just for me, but for people, the people closest to me. There are cycles that are ending, that are completing. And my deepest desire and intention and wish is that as we end this eclipse season, that all of this in my life will level out. Not so much for me, but for the people in my life that are, that are going through this. Um, so until next time, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. And please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.